0: Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive Patreon with me, Tom Hamlet, and of course here with my sister, Kicks. Hi. What's up?
1: Um, nothing. Just watching a lot of TV. There's a lot on my list. (laughs) So... um, We're
0: only covering three shows right now.
1: I know. I'm feeling caught up. Usually, famously, I watch everything the day before I'm supposed to talk about it, so...
0: (laughs) Or moments before <laughs> uh yeah say this on line and offline just it, it's so life it becomes so much easier when you watch things when they're live
1: put that on a t-shirt and gratitude journal ladies no, life just, becomes no. so much easier when you <laughs> you don't get behind no i know
0: like i haven't i didn't watch the finale of the bachelor last night nor nor did i watch the week's, week week before's episode so the idea of getting caught up sounds honestly daunting, and I won't be doing it. You know.
1: Yeah, I'll probably do it. I I'll probably do it. I'll probably fast forward because I do want to see a couple things and hear a couple things. But, um, reality, Steve, uh, I this is not a podcast about The Bachelor or Patreon about The Bachelor, but
0: reality, we were, we were a podcast about The Bachelor though.
1: We will be. <laughs> I'm get- not putting. I'm not saying that it's not not happening.
0: Maybe there's a lot to cover that's coming up on the Bachelor, so I feel like we'll have to touch on it. Um, we'll see in what facet. Uh, What I want to cover fully, tip to tail, is Bachelor in um, Paradise, which supposedly is happening.
1: Yes, it is happening. So, um, yeah, long story short, I would want to watch just a couple of the like one-on-one interviews that, um, the remind me of his name again, Emmanuel. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: the host match
1: bb matt james no god no i don't care about him i care about the women i want to hear what um the women had to say with i'm asking the host host name again it's Emmanuel. yeah mm-hmm. um so i'll just probably tune in a little bit
0: yeah i do need to watch because i want to see what um what is said about rachel at all mm-hmm not Rachel Lindsay, Rachel Racist.
1: Yeah, Kirk Connell. That's her
0: last name, if anyone knows it's Rachel Racist.
1: <laughs> I everything that I've been seeing said that it um sh- everything was handled and said really well. So I do want to watch it for myself.
0: Okay. Maybe we'll maybe we'll touch on it on the pod if I get caught up yeah. in 2022. Okay. <laughs> Steam, you know. I don't know. It's a it's 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 a hard one it's a doozy unlike the real world which i'm having a blast in but before we jump to that i just want to once again say thank you to all of our patrons patrons uh, on our patreon for listening and uh this episode once again will be on the uh main feed um but this is your last chance okay to subscribe
1: no that's not true
0: (laughs) No, it's your last chance to listen to us for free. I should say. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, we'll continue these recaps on our Patreon and on the Patreon. Uh, if you have not subscribed yet, you have both a video as well as a um, audio version of the podcast. So you get a full unedited the video version. You get all the really, really problematic things that Kick says.
1: No, that's not true. But I, I actually something I do want to say before we start something that like I'm being completely serious. Something that I do want to talk about really quickly.
0: Cut out because the video is recording, baby. No,
1: I know. No, no, no. I understand. This is going to be in it. I just want to mention that I said something last time about how I was like pleasantly surprised and shocked about the Trans Lives Matter movement marching still happening in New York City. I just want to bring it up and let everyone know Trans Life Matters today, yesterday, the day before, every day going forward.
0: You did that. We said that. No, I just
1: I know. I know. I like listening to it back things that I said weren't said incredibly well, so I apologize for that, but I also just want to let everyone know Dumpster Dive supports all all genders, all trans lives.
0: I'm not laughing. You're you're heading into <laughs> you almost headed into saying Dumpster Dive all, all lives matter. No,
1: no. no.
0: <laughs> there is like a super cut there that we could have like cut to and put together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if like, you know how like Reddit people will take a like phrase and just put it together. I think we had the words to piece together that (laughs) we're not that here. We are. No, no, no. no. We we support
1: trans lives, black lives. Sorry. You cut out for a
0: second. Oh no. Well, I mean, we support all those things.
1: Yes. So I just wanted to make that crystal clear in case you're new here. If you disagree, then...
0: Bye. Bye. Log off. (laughs) I I would kill for a one-star review from a racist.
1: (laughs) Honestly, it would be kind of lit. You know what would be super lit is if someone came to us thinking we, like, do the act of dumpster diving. And they're like, it's fucked up that I came to this podcast called Dumpster Dive. And all they talk about is reality TV when I wanted to know how to properly dive in a dumpster.
0: I think that there are... Um, more deeper issues people need to worry about. Like, <laughs> you're diving into dumpsters. I don't know if they have access to podcasts.
1: <laughs> there, so there is a sub world on Instagram that has popped up on my explore feed about like, like hunting for treasures and dumpsters and on the side of the road and things like that.
0: And you think it's related to this?
1: No, I'm hoping people don't think that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying you think that it's related. You think you got it in your search engine because they noticed that you write dumpster a lot. Mm-hmm. I still get a lot of naked men and drag queens.
1: I get those too.
0: <laughs> naked men,
1: <laughs> <and> drag queens. <laughs> yeah, mine's naked women, naked men, and drag queens. Yes.
0: Fabulous. Well, on that note. um <laughs> once again welcome to our patreon uh where we cover uh everyone's origins of reality television once again uh this for the next couple of weeks we are covering this reworld reboot so there's six episodes so this is episode 2 once again if you um have not watched listen just listen to us chat we'll probably talk about other things that down the line that you might have more vocabulary on um if you want to shell out the money for paramount plus um that is where this resides for now um And and once again, if you haven't watched the first real world season, that's okay too because we we are new to the franchise. Once again, they continue to do a really good job of kind of like updating you on what happened in season one and how it's related to now. Um,
1: Yeah, I would say if you haven't watched season one, um, definitely, and you want to watch Homecoming, not Spider-Man, watch this. Not Beyonce. Yes, watch like the first two or three episodes of the original and you'll pretty much get everything because again so they like on homecoming they go back a lot to original scenes
0: what i need someone to do like someone who has more tech savvy things than i is um take the opening of beyonce homecoming where it's like and then when beyonce has like the nefertiti thing and turns around and walks down that line. The minute Beyonce turns around, I want it Beyonce walk down the line, but I want Heather B's face on her.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or just instead of when Beyonce's walking, it is the theme song of real world. Or and the- then when she gets to the end and poses, it's, <laughs> well, someone get the phone. Will
0: someone get the phone. <laughs> this is continues to turn into a Heather B Stan account. Because like I just wrote down Heather B quotes the whole time. So we- <laughs> Um, so the episode opens with poor Eric. He still has COVID, which is really heartbreaking. You know.
1: Yeah, I'm happy that he's um, not showing like aggressive symptoms. Yes. Like he's Uh-oh. able, to, he's feeling well enough to still like be on camera and stuff.
0: But he does have a fever too. Yeah. Which sucks. Um, I just you know I wish Becky had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> wish covid on anyone but what i'm all i'm no. gonna say is i if there was someone to be put in a hotel room alone with asymptomatic symptoms <laughs> of covid so they didn't have to be with the house it'd be Becky. <laughs>
1: yeah you know what i'm that's a great segue into this episode and what this episode's about because becky shows a lot of herself that um i was hoping had changed from 30 years ago and i'm
0: worse into becky we're gonna get there i okay have- we're gonna break down the episode because the Becky really heats up in the latter half of this. Um, but I have a quote from Heather B right at the top of this. Great. Um, when Heather was watching Eric Nice get his second COVID test, she says, Go deep, go deeper, hit him, Daddy. <laughs> in reference to the swab. Okay. Which I would love if Heather B just like sat in my room and every time I had sex, she said,
1: Go deeper, hit him, Daddy. <laughs> I'm not sure that would be something I would be into, but I support you. I
0: would love her supporting me in my sexual journeys. I would love her supporting me just all in life, like just as yeah. like, like an angel or a devil on my shoulder that just like is like I feel like
1: yeah, I feel like she would be a good life coach.
0: Yeah. I agree. She probably
1: I think she is like she does mentorship, so you could be on that list.
0: You know, she's not yeah. far from the world we're in. We she's a host. Yeah. You
1: know? Hey. Um,
0: mm-hmm. No, and she also coined the, my new new phrase for COVID in our second year. Stay positive, be negative. That has been a phrase for a while, Tom. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Didn't my daddy Fauci say that? I've not heard that. No,
1: I feel like it was going around on like the email threads of, hey, I hope you're feeling, I hope all is well. And you're all staying right. safe.
0: Oh, I haven't had a job for a year, so I... <laughs> Who's getting emails and COVID? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have this like night where they're all like having some fun. Um, and then. Uh, some
1: fun. They get, is it, they get shit face.
0: No, no, no. I think that there's two nights in this episode. Cause wait, wait. I think it's That's just one night. night. Oh, it's two nights. Cause there's one brief night because the next day is when Heather has her radio shows and she's like looking for, um, looking for a router, which is bringing to my next <laughs> Heather B quote because the next morning and she's like, okay, I'm going to take a shower. Then hopefully by then I'll have a router. And she goes, oh, bars. And then she goes, I'm going to take a shower. By then I'll have a router. And then she's like going off for like, <laughs> yeah, on like a wrap, a wrap. She
1: really like, she really knows what she's doing you know?
0: Yeah. And what are you referring to?
1: I'm just saying that like being on TV, she knows that she's on TV and she knows,
0: knows, I think this is literally her. I think what's refreshing about her is she's not turning anything on. Like she's so funny and you can tell that that's just who she is. Like she would say all this stuff and make all these jokes. Um, like I would be able to quote her if she was my friend, not even just like on my television screens, you know?
1: Right.
0: Um, but we get the scene between Heather and uh, Kevin and they're talking about just like, he's just like talking about what a boss she is. He's like, she is, yeah. she is the personification of black girl magic.
1: And I feel that Kevin is the coach Shaw of the series where it's like, everyone needs a Kevin pep talk. Like he's just so, so genuine mm-hmm. and so kind, but also he's just, he's just, I don't know. I'm really liking him so much. I mean, I've, he was, I liked him so much in, like, the original season too. I just feel like he has so much compassion for people, and I was, when I was watching this, I was telling Tom, it was just, like, there's nothing like old friends, period. Even if, like, you haven't, like, this group of friends hasn't been together in a while, like, there's something about just, like, knowing someone for this long and being together, it it's like cheesy, but there's just really nothing like it.
0: No, I completely I completely agree with you. You just those people in life that like when you're back in the room again with them like everything's better, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's like time hasn't changed.
0: Yeah. You can't get that with everyone, you know. Yeah. Um sorry, I have a little street noise, but we'll just keep going. Um so uh, uh wait, kicks why? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that? I didn't.
1: I okay. okay.
0: For those this is what you get when you're watching the- <laughs> during a recording, which is gonna be an exciting next
1: okay. I pre-ordered it on my way here.
0: Why did you do that when we were supposed to record?
1: Okay, I pre-ordered it to get here at 8 45.
0: Okay, we'll keep going. <laughs> I don't know why you did that. Um, okay, cool. So <laughs> <laughs> wait i do want to talk i do want to talk about heather so she has sway in the morning with heather b
1: mm-hmm. from
0: eight to noon or yes
1: it's a long time
0: and then she has heather b live from noon to one okay and then she has happy hour with heather b which is from six to midnight
1: she's talking all day so I mean, this
0: time you complain to me about recording too much in a week. Think, think of that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: I didn't know that was coming at me.
0: No, I'm. I, I, am, I am kidding. Kix isn't complaining about that. Um, no. no, but no one's working harder.
1: The, truly, and again, it's like okay. So it's a full. time She's working like a full time job, but then plus six hours plus she's has to be on for like the whole day. It's not she's like out of computer typing.
0: No, and then the logistics of having uh like a show based around alcohol from six to twelve every day, and then you have to be up at eight a.m. the next morning. <sighs> Sorry, not up at 8 a.m. to be live, like on the radio at 8 a.m. I don't know. Couldn't be me, but you know what, she's doing it. <laughs> and um we just like get this this back and forth between Heather B and Kevin, and they're just talking about kind of like all the things they've done, and she's talking mm-hmm. about her interaction with Whoopi Goldberg, which is awesome and then kevin has this iconic friendship with tupac you know rest his soul but i like, didn't
1: see that coming what and <laughs> i i
0: think there's a lot of people that knew this already we just once again don't know anything right it's bringing
1: <laughs> so everyone that's um watching
0: what's gonna happen i can't edit this video
1: i know i'm just saying for everyone that's watching i'm gonna tell what? you what i ordered what <laughs> Okay, so what I ordered, in case you're curious, because my I found recently in my adult years that something I love more than anything is vodka pasta. Um, so that's what I'm having tonight with a Caesar salad. Those are my favorite foods. Like, I, if I had like a ideal dinner, it would be vodka pasta and Caesar salad. Um, it's pretty iconic. I famously I can't make vodka pasta that well and I've tried millions of recipes. And if you are interested, Bon Appetit's vodka pasta is incredibly easy and incredibly good. I've never made Gigi Hadid's, but apparently it's where it's at. Um so yeah, shop small. I did that. <laughs> Tom Tom's going to kill me. Tom's gonna kill me.
0: He's back. <laughs> so, catch me up.
1: Okay, so I was just telling the viewers because we actually have viewers and the listeners. If this stays in for the listeners, that I was just telling them about what I ordered.
0: Oh, isn't it' exclusive, something worth paying for.
1: <laughs> I just told that I just shared what I ordered and how I feel about it. And honestly, you you have Tom you. Have to go back and watch. Oh,
0: shout out to my roommate, Gerald, who's sitting patiently by the door waiting for your food. To, get- <laughs> to not bring to you, we'll put it on.
1: No, okay. please do not. Thank okay. you.
0: Um, we will continue, though. Um, did you, what did you, what'd you get? Is there anything for me? Well,
1: no, 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 no. I'm not going to repeat it because I I talked through it all.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: The viewers, the viewers know what I got.
0: Kevin ran for Congress. Did we know that? A couple times. <laughs> yeah, twice. Uh, did you know it? No, I didn't. I didn't know it either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I, um, once again, Tom and I are incredibly new to this. So maybe people who are real world um, OG people know.
0: Yeah, I know that that was new to me, which I was like excited. Yeah. He, his life is just so like epic.
1: Yeah, it's pretty epic. He, so he, the reason he knows Tupac personally is because he, Kevin started a magazine. And then interviewed Tupac a couple times.
0: No, 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 no. no. He didn't start a well, magazine. He just oh, was he was a writer. a
1: writer for a magazine.
0: Cover stories, like for Rolling Stone. Yeah.
1: And then um... Rolling Stone. Mm-mm.
0: I know that.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, but then, yeah. So they got like connected through that, and then they were friends ever since.
0: Okay. Um. And then, well, not for long, because he died at a very early age. Kixis is a video. Everyone just saw that face reaction.
1: I know. You just didn't need to say that. They know. Well, I'm just saying it's sad. Like,
0: they became yeah, friends it's in 1993. Sad. He passed away in
1: 1996.
0: Yeah. Um. But, yeah, once again, Kevin is a... What an exciting recording we're having here today. That's my dog. Um. <laughs> so, honestly, I'm so happy everyone listening is paying for this.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's real dollars into this.
0: Oh, my God. Wait, so... um. When Kevin and Heather, once again, just live on this tier above the rest of the cast. But um, Heather is uh getting everyone prepped for Heather happy hour,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which like when I'm like going on a journey drinking at an, in an evening with friends, very rarely am I like specialty drink, shot, wine, specialty drink, wine, shot. So when I see 50 plus year olds going on that journey, I. Like can't imagine that feels good in the morning. I mean, she's I mean, shots. We have a vodka, pineapple, St. Germain cocktail. As
1: Lady Gaga says, oh. club, club,
0: um, another club. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of when we went to the beach that one time and you had about.
1: I knew you were going to say this because I like, I like to go on this journey. um, Only free, like every once in a while, not frequently. Like if I'm going out, I'm going to go on a liquor journey and wine journey.
0: Something that you, I love about you is that you are very like, you're very like, you live in this moment. You don't always like live in like, like what this might mean. So like That's
1: so nice to say. <laughs> and it's incredibly nicer to think because you're specifically talking about drinking. <laughs> yeah.
0: So like, like right now. Yes. I am going to have tequila and then it's like an hour later you're like yes i am going to buy that drink off of a stranger on the beaches of rockaway
1: a nutcracker (laughs) i've never had one
0: and you had one i did and And then then i
1: did a warm shot of gin on the way home
0: (laughs) so maybe i mean hey i can hang it's just not the journey i would like to go on usually right
1: like i don't really i as i don't hold myself back as you might say
0: sure Or don't have control. (laughs) Each
1: their own. There's a light and dark to everyone.
0: Glass half full. Um, No, but Heather's getting everyone uh, a little litty. Um, And, oh, I said, I I wrote down, I said, I also love that Heather's happy hour starts with a shot. (laughs) It's like happy hour is like a spritzer, a beer, a glass of wine.
1: Well, every like reality show, they're always, every, like, Selling Sunset did this a lot and I caught it. It's like when they go out for drinks, the first thing they do is order their drink with a
0: shot. I don't like, should I be doing that? Like,
1: yeah. Like, is it common? I mean, I'm happy to do it.
0: I've been to bars like in Brooklyn where you like everyone's doing a beer and a shot. Like, cause it's like, yeah, so-
1: it's like a happy hour.
0: You buy I'm, like a, I'm always down for that. Yeah. So I guess I get that culture. I just have never, I very rarely, shot culture is something I don't understand. Like even like- Not shot culture. (laughs) I'm serious though. And I don't mean vaccine culture, okay? Get your vaccines, everyone. Shot is an alcohol shot culture. I don't understand like the appeal because I really Mm. love the taste of wine and whiskey and a martini. I'm not always trying to get there fast.
1: See, I'm not either, but I find shots so fun.
0: Sure. I mean, I've never turned one down, but.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love a tequila <laughs> I, shot.
0: It's not a go-to, you know?
1: Yeah. I disagree. Because when you're at like a club or a bar or whatever, you there's, it's, well, in post and pre-COVID world, it was always crowded. And so when you go, you're like, fuck, I got to get a drink and I got to get something else because this is going to take a while for me to do this again. So you like take the shot. You say like, I'll take a tequila shot. I'll take six tequila shots for everyone, not just for me. And then I'll take my mixed drink.
0: You know, when we cover rock of love or flavor of love, I think we will need to drink heavily because that's how they drink when they're filming those shows. (laughs) <laughs> For those <laughs> just twisted her own arm. <laughs> um no, but s- truly once that Saint Germain hit Becky's head, she's like, Ouija Ouija We-G boards, let's talk. <laughs> so, okay, so Becky, okay, I have a lot to say, and some of it might not land well, so we're just gonna venture. Into, okay? <laughs> okay,
1: wait, before we start this, I honestly forgot about this. Really? Like, I don't know what.
0: and end with Becky and Kevin?
1: I, yeah, I was like, what happened this episode other than, like, them fighting?
0: Okay, well, Becky says to everyone. Well, so Andre's like, are you going to play a song? Which, okay, I have a lot of things to say. One, my least favorite thing about this show I'm watching right now is there is too many guitars, okay? No, 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 no. Your least favorite thing
1: about, like, life is that there's nothing that Tom... Am I going to offend someone of our friends if I say this? I don't care. Okay. There's nothing Tom hates more than when people are like, let me play you a song.
0: I have to be in a very specific mood. And I haven't been in that mood in about 10 years. Okay. So <laughs> uh, it needs to be like, I can, I can see the appeal of a piano bar. What I don't yes. like in people in general is... <laughs> masturbatory actions, okay. Things that you're doing, you're doing for other people, quote unquote. Once again, if you're paying, you got to see me do the quotes, okay, quote unquote.
1: Swish, 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 swish.
0: But no, no, no. People who do things, quote unquote, f- for someone, but in reality, they're doing it for themselves. So, like,
1: okay, Luke from Summerhouse,
0: Luke, singing on the guitar. It's like you're singing because you want to hear yourself. And you're on
1: sing. national television.
0: Because you want me to hear you sing. Because guess what? I don't want to hear you sing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay? I can see don't. what would be different. Here's what would be different. If your boyfriend for Valentine's Day, like I he would never do this, but if he like wrote you no. If he like wrote you something and it was like no one else heard it in the world. He'd even record it. You no. didn't record it on Instagram. He just wrote it for you for that moment. Right. That would be, I would that. yeah.
0: I would love that. What what I don't love, and you know what? It's not even, I think my anger towards it comes up more on these shows because you signed on to be on a show. So, you know, this is being filmed, right? Right. So I just, I, I, I'm struggling with the guitar, the presence of guitar. <laughs> so Andre says to Becky, are you gonna play a song tonight? Um, And Becky's like, I will, but there's a story. So Becky tells everyone that <laughs> before the real world, before she the was- OG. Before 1992, when they filmed yeah. real world, when she was at NYU, she played with a Ouija board one night. She was contacted by the ghost of John Lennon. And John Lennon has been communicating with her from 1992 to 2002, mm-hmm. helping her write. Her songs.
1: Now, um, if you do math, that's about like ten years.
0: Yes. S- <laughs> like very, very quick math.
1: The easiest, if you will. Yeah.
0: So, so nineteen ninety two. So, so let's talk. Let's really unpack a couple of things here. So, mm-hmm. one thing she says is, John Le- John Legend, excuse me, John, John Lennon was not an idol of mine. That's why I know it's real. Okay. No. To which I let me unpack this. Let me unpack this. Ouija boards are fake. Some and she's saying (laughs) John Lennon wasn't my idol, but guess what? Other people in that room. So someone on in that room literally, it's 1992 When did John Lennon get shot? No, I have something. Let's push John Lennon around.
1: I have something crazy to say. Okay. So there's something about the assassination of John Lennon. For people who are listening that don't give a fuck about True crime. Just bear with me for a second. So, John Lennon's assassination, John Lennon's sash. Okay, I can't remember the guy's name at the top of my head, but there are crazy, crazy synchronicities when it comes to that story. That everything that this man did, like for some reason, always led back to John Lennon. And that's part of the reason why he got so in his head and eventually killed him murdered him on the street tom what did we walk past two days ago yep
0: yeah, because we were i walked past <laughs> it all the time
1: <laughs> tom and i walked past the dakota which john lennon got shot in front of i think that is kicks crazy
0: I've walked past that three times this week. Because <laughs> I live on 72nd, near there. So I'm I get off at 72nd and walk past it. It's on 72nd between Central Park West and Columbus. You're just fine. Like, you can link
1: go. anything, just like Becky linked the fact that this Ouija board was fake as fuck, and John Lennon's in her cabeza.
0: Okay, so she says John Lennon's in her cabeza, and so she's saying that all the songs have been written not by her but by John Lennon. Now. Okay, this is where I'm going to say something that could be controversial. Now, I think sometimes when people are lost in life or have had dealt with something traumatic, imagine which been there. Okay, what I'm going to say though is, and I've been this with other things. Find something to just to make life justified. Do you know what I mean? Like find to find something to give them life. And this is where a lot of people get into Scientology, when people get into cults. And I'm not saying that believing in ghosts is a cult. I actually completely believe in ghosts, completely. But that. what I'm saying
1: survive, We believe in ghosts.
0: We do. ghost lives matter. Okay. So <laughs> No, but what I'm going to say is though, I Oh my I, God. I always find it skeptical when someone is a little too involved in like, like synchronicity or too involved in conspiracies or too involved in stars, too involved. In... <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. I okay. T- think that there are things in all of this that are crazy. Like and I, no, do, but, and no. I do believe in Zodiac and things like that too. No, no,
1: no, no. You, uh, yes. Because that's human, that's human nature. Like, to i'm not defending becky because she's john lennon is not in her head i'm just gonna say that but what you're getting at is humans around the across the globe around the board whatever like all like feel linked to something bigger right and that's just human nature when you're going through a hard time. And that you can always be like, well, this didn't work out because it wasn't God's way or the stars didn't align. The tarot pull was wrong. John Lennon didn't tell me it in my ear.
0: I just think sometimes people reach to find synchronicity in their life. And- Is that
1: coming for me about bringing up the Dakota Hotel?
0: No, 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 no. That's just (laughs) like- It, what was just funny is like we it just wasn't that weird
1: no you can always get there like like it's, you can uh, yeah
0: it's not like there was like a john lennon sticker sitting like what would be weird is if we sat down on the subway and there was a john lennon sticker on the ground of the subway that would be weird i'll give that because the chances of, but that's, that's happen. <laughs> of getting into a c-train and that one car and then we had to leave our house at that one time to get into that one car that's where I'll give it to you when we pass something that has been (laughs) a landmark in New York City for tourists everywhere I don't know if I'm going to call it synchronicity but to each their own kicks um no I just you know I want to there seems to be some things with her and I want to unpack it because like I just think there's there is stuff going on you know and like I think that if you're able to convince yourself that John Lennon's been in your head for 10 years, what what else are you able to convince yourself of? I don't know. That she, that racism isn't real. Apparently that's the next thing that she was able to convince herself of. But, oh, I also, okay. Now I would love for um maybe specifically our black listenership to chime in on this. Now the term Becky is a reference in, to a white woman Oftentimes used, like to be like that Becky. It's like the, the before Karen existed, we had Beckys, you know, a la Beyonce, Becky with the good hair. Okay, or maybe it's not white people, but also just like like that bitch who like with Becky with the good that hair, bitch Becky, that bitch who was coming yeah. here, my my husband.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now this is an old show. Was Becky the first Becky? <laughs>
1: <laughs> did she st- What you're getting at is did she start that? No, is she I, the og karen
0: and i but i am actually not kidding because like like okay becky pulled the beckiest of becky moves in 1992 when she said that america was <laughs> was truly a melting pot <laughs> america so so okay so what happens after she talks about john lennon and all this stuff which by the way everyone in the room oh oh my god i have all these quotes written down heather is truly freaking out. Yeah,
1: uh, oh yeah, she's panicking. So she goes, what the people that are not are hiding it well is everyone, but Heather.
0: No, 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 no. Andre is not hiding it well. Oh,
1: Heather you're right.
0: Kevin, they cut to Kevin, he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that's being actually engaging about it is Julie. Um Julie
1: and, she, and um Eric, I think.
0: Yes, Eric, because Eric believes in like yeah, if Becky is here and I'm here, Eric's here in the middle somewhere. <laughs> yes, sure. No, but the first thing that Julie says, oh, my God, so she goes, listen, I believe in Jesus. I'm here. <laughs> she goes with Sage in her hand. She, like, says, listen, I believe in Jesus. And she You're looked, talking about Heather. Yes, Heather says this. Once you Be- said,
1: Be- okay, you said Julie.
0: Becky starts. Oh, oh that, okay. okay. Once Becky starts talking about this, Heather with Sage in her hand looks up. She goes, listen, I believe in Jesus. And she looks up to the sky and she goes, I'm here, God. (laughs) And then she goes, is he here now? Because I'm about to light up my um, Palo Santo again. (laughs) Yeah. And then she goes, y'all making me work tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Which in all fairness, they are. One more after becky finishes her spiel about about uh the other side she goes she looks at the the drink she made and she goes this is some powerful shit y'all
1: yes that was my favorite <laughs> of the evening
0: now before we get into the, the the fight about race the next morning we have to talk about so norman so they're all like cuddling up on the couch norman this is kind of slide by this moment but norman is like so back at home my mom calls the couch the cooch so we cuddle up in mom's cooch yes Any thoughts?
1: Um, I heard it. I heard it. I thought it was odd, and then I moved on.
0: Yeah, it was. It was dark. Um, but we we have to talk about this Norman drama. So I guess Becky. So Norman loves a bath, as we've seen back in nineteen ninety two, and he still loves a bath to this day. Mm-hmm. And he wanted the room with Becky because, um, not because he wants a room with Becky. Cause he would. Um, but because the room has a bathroom, it's a bath. Now Becky didn't want him up there. So for some reason, Becky is sleeping alone, which we haven't really completely understood that completely. Yeah. Like all to herself on the top floor. So Norman then more, like wants to go up there and take a bath before bed. So he goes up to take a bath and she literally like dog walks him downstairs to the, the bathroom downstairs. And he's like, uh, like, why do I have to go downstairs? So they're they're just like unpacking all that. And then also Norman uh talks about how he um he farts and snores in his sleep. Mm-hmm. And we get a real, real close look on that um the next morning when he's snoring so loud.
1: That everyone's asleep on the couch.
0: It's hard. Like when people snore like that, like you would hope someone would tell them so they can fix they,
1: it. I'm sure they know.
0: Oh, I know. I'm saying in his life, pre going into this real world house, I would hope that there was someone in his life that wanted to be open with him about his snoring problems. I guess he's told everyone he snored, but why does he not yeah. have like a night guard thing?
1: Sometimes it doesn't help. CC, our father. Oh, that
0: helps our dad.
1: He still snores.
0: no yeah, but sometimes he forgets to blow
1: it. Yeah, maybe that's
0: it. <laughs> I don't know. We can talk more about snoring when mom um, logs onto the Patreon one day. She can give a firsthand account. (laughs) Um, No. So uh, what else? Oh, so let's just jump into um, this conversation. So back in 1992, um, Becky and Kevin got into this uh, argument about race Mm -hmm. and started off, kind of launched off by Becky saying, this country is amazing. This country is a melting pot. And... You know, growing up, we heard that term all the time that that's what, mm-hmm. which is so fucked up about this country, um, which I'll get to in a second. But like, like we watch Schoolhouse Rock and they're like the great American melting. Like you learn this song when you're a kid because you're like, yes, everyone of color, every color creed, everyone can be in the same place. That's what this country is built on when it's like, yeah, this country is built on racism. Okay. Like actually on the backs of um, black people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like really hard to watch Becky not listen in 1992 and continue to not listen in 2021. And you know what? What um, Kevin says, he's like, that's it's not a melting pot. Like it's literally like separated. Like it's essentially like America's not a melting pot. It's like a like pre-sectioned out like Tupperware container.
1: I was gonna say it's like a um bland chicken noodle soup like nothing goes together but it's all thrown in there and it's hot
0: but not even like i think it <laughs>
1: it's
0: like five different dishes like completely like we're not all in the same dish we're not even in the pot you know no
1: you're right yeah
0: and essentially melting pot just means people white people have seen black people
1: it's whitewashing the diversity of the nation what? um because the diversity of the nation is built off of white whiteness. Right. In what like feeds into the success of whiteness.
0: Yeah. I completely agree. And it's just like and I can't believe like we said last week like it's crazy how in 30 years how much hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. It's also crazy in 30 years how someone cannot learn. And it's actually a good educate i think it's actually a good education for everyone watching to learn about why there are people who are in the 50 plus age range who still think a certain way yep it's interesting to watch someone on television that you don't know and you're like watching a real interaction and they're playing an interaction from 30 years ago like that's so rare like what world are we getting that you know like they're getting a tape yeah, or
1: taped or- 30 yeah yeah
0: like that would take so long. That would take 30 years to film. So <laughs> like, like, it's just rare that we're getting this back to back and seeing how she is so staunch. And I can't handle when people are like, I grew up in a non-racist home. Like, and it's like, you didn't. We all grew up in racist homes. We all Yeah, didn't. I mean, all that's how- people, Because all white people are used to privilege and all white people, including ourselves, like, like, you know, are-, are everyone taught us things based on the racial biases of their life. So in
1: the systematic racism that like we grew up in. Right.
0: And racism is just handed down. So it, it you yeah. to get handed down. Um, even, even if it's quote unquote, unintentionally, it takes learning. That's why people say you need to unlearning learn. You need and to yeah. learn because
1: mm-hmm.
0: you to unlearn what this country is built on. Okay. There are things that this, and I feel like I'm, preaching to someone and there's, I don't, I'm not preaching to someone because I know you and I are on the same page on this, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm talking and rambling now, but it's just something to watching her made me really think because same. It, was, it was just interesting to see someone's point, not change.
1: 30 years ago. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy because if real world OG was live aired now, say it's like, say 30 let me start restart say 30 years ago we had social media and reality TV stars were like everyone wanted to do that and they weren't the first they were just another like another show like she would be held so accountable for all like everyone in that show would be so held so accountable for what they said that they would be forced to le- re to unlearn and re-educate themselves yeah. And so that's what's hard to see is that like now, 30 years later, she hasn't unlearned and re-educated herself on these topics, but was able to re-watch herself. So there was no self-reflection there. And I oh, think that's yeah.
0: easily watch that tape back.
1: Yeah. And it's just, I think that's what it would have just been so much easier to digest and accept her if she was like, yeah, that was really fucked up. Yeah. And what I think, like, I think that we're going to get more individual storyline, like heavily storylines in the rest of the episodes, because like, I feel like this one focused a lot on her just because there was like a hot conversation. Mm -hmm. But I will be curious to see how like Julie and Norman – if they are put, if that conversation is brought up again with their situation thirty years ago with Kevin and that their fights and same with Eric.
0: No, I think I think we we're gonna get all that. And yeah,
1: I, I, mean, I just I'm admit awesome. I'm excited. I'm hopeful. I, no, I I agree. I'm
0: hopeful. Okay, I, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I was like backspacing. I was like, I'm not sure. I'm hopeful, but
0: well, we could already see Andre was like commenting on police brutality and like, mm-hmm. you no, know, I. I can tell that Julie is, but okay, Julie, this is what's so interesting, putting Becky and Julie back to back. Think about where Julie started and mm-hmm. where she is now. Like Julie is like started as this super like closed-minded um, anti, not anti-black and anti-gay, but certainly not open to people that were different than a cis straight person, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now she's, she, we, we're getting a little inklings of her talking about like how her daughter is wants to work on racial mm-hmm. equality in Ark and Arkansas and like and Arkansas right aren't they in Little Rock?
1: No, they're in Alabama.
0: Birmingham. 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 That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. She just like seems like she has um such a better educated well-rounded head on her shoulders i'm hopeful that she has some good conversations in this house this week i mean yeah, that- and- like the week that she filmed um and you know i think that's what's interesting is to see all of them grow and to see becky also not Becky's still fucking talking about a ghost from 1992 like let it go like let it seriously like she's talking about it
1: seriously it would be different if she was like okay y'all i have something crazy to tell
0: you Right, and she's she expects all of us to take her seriously when she's talking about John Lennon and in, in, in getting inside of her body.
1: And my first my first thought was like she needs to speak to a professional about that.
0: It sounds like schizophrenia.
1: She needs to speak to a professional about it. We can't di- so we can't right. diagnose, but That's it's like
0: exclusive for the Patreon.
1: <laughs> what?
0: I think I might cut that out, but that'll be exclusive oh. for the Patreon me saying <laughs> schizophrenia.
1: No, I just think that like. Yeah, there's not a lot of um, self reflection happening with her.
0: No, not at all. And she looks like she leaves the house next week.
1: And I'm fine with it.
0: She cuts Kevin off. It's like, shut up. And
1: listen, like all you got to do is just listen.
0: Oh, my point earlier that I like got off track of is Kevin takes the time to apologize to her about why about her him calling her a bitch, and because when I watched it. Live, not live, but when I watched it when I was getting ready for the show, that was the one thing that was the the underlying level of it that took me back and made me upset was Mm -hmm. the way Kevin like Otto went to shaming her because she's a woman. Mm -hmm. Because that was his defense, his way to defend her, like not acknowledging racism is coming, coming at her for being a dumb woman, essentially,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which is hard to watch on his side. I'm saying like, I, I, he, he wasn't perfect then either, you know?
1: Right. Um, And I think
0: he immediately, the second the conversation started, he was like, I have to say like, I should never have said that. And I've grown and I've learned. And she could have been like, and I, and I am learning still to this day about what like a melting pot really means in this country and how we have not achieved that yet. And maybe we never will. And the conversation truly could have like, been over then, or just continued in a positive realm. in a
1: positive manner. Yeah,
0: interrupts and then talks down to him, and he, and Kevin is just sitting there with like all the poise in the world because it would have taken my all of my being not to get in her face and be like, "Do I recognize that you're doing this all over again? You're
1: a fucking bitch." That's why I-, <laughs> I take it back. You are a bitch.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Becky is the OG Becky. As yeah. we this week,
1: but my favorite, um, I think that them getting wasted and Julie and Heather having like a drunk girl convert, drunk bathroom girl conversation in the confessional room. Um, and she was, they were like sitting so close to each other, being like, "I still think the cameras are rolling."
0: Yeah, that was. Cute. <laughs> I think it was a little fake, but. I liked it. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, no, but that kind of is the, is the episode. I'm trying to think of anything else. Do you have anything else you want to talk about?
1: No, I, you touched on everything. I think that we're, I'm so shocked that these people are bringing us such good content when it's been 30 years.
0: Right. It's just because I think real world had it right the first time where it's like, if you just throw people in a house, we talked about. Oh, we talked about this when Sarah Galley was on because we were talking. I was like, we were just talking about the conceit of the real world and how there isn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is. It's about putting people of different backgrounds together. But at the same time, there's no like, there's so many rules to housewives. There's
1: in summer house and
0: yeah, there's what makes you a good housewife is how old you are, blah, 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 blah. And then on top of that, a housewife's franchise. How does it start? Well, it starts by introducing all of them, recapping what happened the season before. There's always a trip mid, mid to late way through the season. There's Mm -hmm. always a reason. If it's three parts, that means it's good season. Two parts means it's not like, there's just all these rules to the shows that we watch. And like, sometimes I think it's hard for people to jump in because also like these people are getting carried over for seasons and seasons and seasons Mm -hmm. real world. It's like every season, new city, new people, for the most part, my understanding is that no one's repeated, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah. And you just throw them in you film you film for a month or two months you get 15 episodes out of it and that's it and there's no, there's no like competitions there's no anything you know i just think that like the reason we love summer house is the same reason is because it's just people living um instead of when people have the opportunity to go home with their families or or when the lights go when the when the cameras go off I think people have opportunity to plan storylines and plan what they're going to mm-hmm. do the next
1: day. And I, this is not relevant to real world, but I, and that's why I would also say that's why below deck works so well.
0: Completely. There's no, they don't have time to create storylines. No, no,
1: because plan. and what I was in a clubhouse and Kate Chastain was saying that like, you have to ask them to turn off the lights. It's, and so that the camera can go into night mode when you go to sleep. Like that's how much they're on. And I, yeah, I think that's, I just cracked it. I just cracked it why below deck gets so many like high ratings across the board. It's because the last it's
0: to crack it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: No, I, I think we've recognized this before. I mean, yeah. that they all have that. That's why it's successful because you don't people don't like to feel like they need to catch up. People don't like to feel dumb when right. they're watching things. And when you watch Housewives, sometimes you're like, well, I have no idea what's going on.
1: Right. You're like, why is there drama in a new season? That's the same from the, is it the same from the last season? Is it new because of social media? Is it new because of the reunion? Like there's not, none of that.
0: Right. And like, think about think about mom, mom and dad, how we made them watch shows. And the show that they were drawn to was Salt Lake City. Why were they drawn mm-hmm. to that? Well, because- started from the beginning and they, they didn't feel dumb watching it. They knew, they knew everything we knew.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah, I think the real, I think the real world is great.
1: (laughs) Hear that kids?
0: (laughs) Hot take. Um, No, I, I mean, it's proving to be just as good as it was before anxious to see how it continues to unfold i do hope that eric gets to actually see them in person by the end Me of the
1: too. i, I think, think he will. probably will
0: i saw they did they did like a balcony moment oh okay with him uh, elevated on a balcony somewhere but if he has a fever and they're only filming for six days there's no way in five days he can hang out with them yeah it's a 10-day quarantine mm-hmm. process yeah sucks shout out to eric niece i i have a crush on him <laughs> really you don't think he's like daddy hot
1: mm, i guess
0: oh god i something that is killing me norman okay I like Norman a lot. What I'll say though is when you're, you have 30 years to prepare for the reunion of real world and you're going to choose for your interview chair, you, your interview, he is literally slouched. Like I am when I'm playing Fortnite at like one in the morning, like, like one, I open like neck fully, like into my, my chin to the chest. Like, like he, I'm like, look alive. And he's wearing like a button, like a flannel and like a scarf from like, 2003 i'm like you're on television like look alive baby look alive <laughs> the world is watching <laughs> literally i don't know and i it, it, it has nothing to do with him being gay and i'm i'm being like he should step up his clothes for that i just like want him yeah. to just like just sit up straight put a smile on. <laughs> Um, i i am getting on tangents now but we'll, we'll let you guys go um once again the patreon is uh free for now this uh, both this video and the audio of this will be public on the patreon you when you sign up for the patreon if you're interested you can go back and watch these videos uh to see what we were chatting about and, and to
1: know what my what came for to eat tonight right. because if if you if you subscribe to the patreon you mm-hmm. will know one of my favorite meals. Okay.
0: Should I cut it out for the. Yeah, I-, I think you should. I think that's what will push us over the hundred membership mark on the Patreon is just finding out what grilled cheese kicks, where she ordered her grilled cheese from. Was, Was that- it a grilled cheese? Because I don't know. I haven't listened to it back yet. So I don't know.
1: I also, so I know can't shrug my arms. Like why the lady, you know, cause I can't move. I can't bend my wrists. Oh, okay. So I was trying to do like the.
0: eh. We'll (laughs) let everyone rate, review, subscribe on (sighs) podcast if you're listening to this on our main feed. If you are listening on the main feed, subscribe to the Patreon and have a fantastic night, day, whenever you're listening. Bye, y'all.
1: Yeah. Bye.